We are the Marcelin Brothers, and this is the Marcelin Brothers Podcast, MBP for short. We are here to share our story and to contribute our thoughts about everyday topics in life. Time to sit back, relax, and get ready for the MVP attack. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Today is November 24th, 2019. And if you are listening or watching, you are listening or watching to the Marcelin Brothers podcast. Marvin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Another fantastic day to be doing a podcast. And you know, I love coming out here and talking to you guys. So we're going to have a good one today. What's going on with you? Tell us what's going on with Marvin Marcelin. Any updates you want to give the MVP crew on what's going on with your life before we get started? How do we go? What's going on? All is well. Another good week in the books. I am proud to say that I am on the prowl. I'm on the hunt for the uh, next investment property. Oh, um, yeah. So I want to stick to that one property a year um, ordeal. And, you know... I'm chugging along. So I'm right there at the warning track. I'm so close to getting everything signed, sealed, and delivered. And I think I will be able to keep to that um, one property a year timeline that I set for myself. So I'm happy about that. And hopefully we can continue chipping away to make this uh, dream a reality. That's nice, man. Because right now it's November 24th. So you got about a month and a week until the new year comes along. So I think in that month and one week, you've got that push to be able to get to the limit, and that'll help motivate you to get those papers signed by the 31st of December. So we'll definitely have to let the viewers know what's going on with that, and good luck. I think that's an awesome plan. You did one already. This is number two. So I think we should keep it moving. So good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. I also want to give a shout-out to, you know, I had to do this, right? So, Marsha, Christopher, as well as my dad, they all had birthdays this month. So, November is a huge birthday month in my family. So, shout out to y'all. Man, you beat me to it. But uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to add a couple more individuals on the list. So, I've got the best mother-in-law in the world. You know, my mother-in-law also had a birthday. And then my, I wonder what you would call her. I guess my Aunt-in-law, I guess? My aunt-in-law then. Because it's my brother-in-law's mom. So my aunt-in-law. So I guess I gotta wish my aunt-in-law a happy birthday as well. So, boom. November, I guess February was a cold month for people, I guess. And that's why we've got these November babies. So, happy Uh, birthday to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) And, no, and what I like about this is it it's a good opportunity for us to bring the new to bring the holiday season. So for me, you know, my grandmother-in-law Mama G, she came so she is actually here. So she, whenever she comes, it's a nice reminder that the holidays are around the corner because we pretty much have her here and when she's here, it's around Thanksgiving. We got Thanksgiving festivities, we've got Christmas holiday festivities, we got New Year's festivities and she's there for pretty much 2 months. 
So it's always good because when she's here, we go out, we have fun, we celebrate, and we just enjoy each other's company. So whenever she's in town, that's how you know the end of the year is coming strong. So definitely looking forward to everything that we've got going on in the next couple of weeks. We've got probably about, man, maybe like 10 to 11 festivities going on in the next two months, I think, when we looked at the calendar. So it's going to be quick. It's going to be fun. But we're doing it with family, so I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, so we figured since this is November, this is the week that we will be celebrating Thanksgiving, we figured we would do a Marston Brothers podcast tribute to Thanksgiving. So our articles that we will be discussing for this round are going to be centered around Thanksgiving articles. So, Marvin, do you want to lead us off with the first one? Sure, sure. So got this cool article it's entitled 13 thanksgiving cooking mistakes to enjoy to avoid Ooh. now disclaimer i'm not much of a cook but i can tell you this i enjoy eating good thanksgiving food so you know how to eat then right you're not a good i know, cook, how, to you know how to eat yes 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 so uh, you know hosting thanksgiving dinner can be stressful even for the seasoned experts so hopefully maybe we could uh, make this a little easy for everybody. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right. All right. So let me just list a couple of those mistakes, and then I'm going to hand the baton off, and you can list the other ones. All right, let's right? do it. So mistake number one, not planning ahead. Mistake number two, forgetting the appetizers. Oh, you can't forget the appetizers man geez i mean you're watching the game you want something to eat can't do that number three making dinner too late mm. number four serving all hot dishes number five buying the wrong turkey and then i'm going to end with number six stuffing the turkey with stuffing what Okay, okay. So I like what you're doing. So what we'll do is let's list, uh, you know, I'm going to do audible. Let's talk about those first six that you said. So not planning ahead. You know, the one that I want to talk about the most right now from the six that you picked out were forgetting mm -hmm. the appetizers and making dinner too late. Those are probably the ones, if I look at the list, those have got to be fouls. When I'm looking at forgetting the appetizers, this is how I look at it. All right. Depending on when you show up, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, let, let's talk about what happens in the Marston family household. All right. So we used to do Thanksgiving over at our aunt's house. And then Lee and I, we kind of took on that role. And what we realized from past experiences is, you know, when you have people coming, people are probably going to start coming early because they want to start watching a football game. So right. they probably want to come to the house. And start watching the first football game. As you guys know, there's one, two, three, three to four football games a day on Thanksgiving. There's one that's around noon. You got one around two or three. You got like the seven o'clock. And then you may have the one afterwards. That's like Thursday night football, which is in the evening. So okay. the biggest thing is it's Thanksgiving. A lot of times, I know me, I train. <laughs> So I'm working out in the morning. I don't really eat a good breakfast, like a big breakfast. I purposely just drink water so that when it's Thanksgiving time, I'm ready to eat. So if I'm already hungry and I'm hanging out with people, you know, people are probably playing a little football, 
you know, throwing the football around, running around, and I'm hungry, I can't wait till Thanksgiving dinner is served around maybe five or six because you've got all those dishes. So if you don't have any appetizers, it's Thanksgiving, you got a whole bunch of people hanging out, everybody's going to be asking, you know, when's the food going to be ready? It's not a good look. So I definitely think it's good to make sure that you've got at least a little bit, a little bit of something-something, whether it's you give a little bit of a, a taste of what the main course is going to be or you just supply some appetizers because it'll make for less of a coup d'etat, if you will, <laughs> with the family because you already got people, you know, stressing about food. You want to make sure you're at least giving them a little taste before they get to the main meal. So that's what I wanted to say about forgetting the appetizers. Now, now let me ask you this question. All right, go ahead, man. No. What is your favorite appetizer or what type of appetizers do you find yourself gravitating towards when it comes to uh, Thanksgiving? You know, for me, I think it really like it's got to probably be more finger food. I think for me, just growing up, I'm I'm all about the patties, man. So the guava patties for me, you read my mind. The guava patties for me, like you, you were a man that you like the meat patties. I like the guava patties. But I've got to have some patties, some pate, something just to edge the fourth meal Snickers person off my back so that I can at least get back to who I am and not turn into a granny. So for me, that's got to be my all-time favorite. What about you? Is it the same thing? I mean, my all-time favorite literally was the meat patties. And um, you can't go wrong, in my mind, with just a good old-fashioned chips and dip. You know, oh, that's no. a classic. It, it gets the job done. It It's something easy. Uh, it's not all messy and everything. And, you know, it has a good taste to it. So you know, don't sleep on the good old-fashioned chips and dip either, y'all. Especially when you're hungry. You know everything tastes good. And... You know, one thing that my wife started doing, now I don't want to sound too bougie or anything, but, you know, are you familiar, are you familiar with bruschetta? Bruschetta? Yeah. So it's like Elaborate tomatoes. Elaborate a little more for us. Okay, so it's like, you know, you got tomatoes chopped up. Right. And you may have some, you know, some vinaigrette sauce with it. You may okay. have some mozzarella cheese associated with that. And then maybe mm. some onions. She dices them up really, really good. And then what she does is there's either like this crouton, bite-sized crouton, right. or just a smaller piece of bread that may be toasted. And you put the, the items that we just discussed that were chopped, and you put it on top of the bread, and you just eat it bite-sized. And for me, it's just okay. a very nice, refreshing. It's not, full, it's not filling. Right. It's, it's nice, and it's easy on the palate. You have the flavor but you don't feel like you ate something. So that was something that she introduced a little bit more, actually, on Saturday because we had the birthday for all the November birthdays. So that was a nice touch. So that might be, that's getting up there. So yeah. with the yeah. pate, you know, when you eat that, you know, for me, it's like you just can't eat one, and I can eat my easily like a whole box of those. But with the bruschetta, it's, it's small enough where you can, it's like a chip. But you realize, oh, man, I've eaten like four or five of them. You feel like, okay, let me just hold off, and it's good. It's good to go. It's like almost like eating fish where it's almost like calories, like no calories when you're eating it because it's not full. So that's what I'm looking at. <laughs> I, I chuckled because you, you're mentioning calories. And then I think, you know, Thanksgiving is the one day of the year where we can just throw away that concept out the door. You know, 
we we are able to just be in pure bliss when it comes to what we're eating and i don't think we should ever worry about it on thanksgiving any other day of the year maybe but thanksgiving forget it well i guess what i meant by maybe i shouldn't take calories i meant making yourself feel full you know you don't want to fill yourself up with the appetizers because again we know what we make i mean marvin tell them tell them what we normally have whenever we have our thanksgiving because it's like a plethora gosh so we have uh the pates patties yeah yeah we have uh, the different iterations of chicken, yes, whether yes, it's yes. Uh, the chicken wings or the chicken legs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Of course, you have to have the turkey. Sometimes we have two versions of turkey. We yeah, have yeah. the fried turkey. We have the baked turkey. Then you and, have and, the, and the jerk. We've had jerk. And the We've jerk, been doing the jerk right? lately. You're yeah. right. So three yeah. types of turkey. Keep on yeah, going. Then we also have uh, that glorious macaroni mm. and cheese. Yeah. Two different yeah. versions. You got the Haitian style. Yeah. And you, you also got the American style. And then my wife um, takes it too. So we, I think we're going to have three versions of macaroni, and we'll probably uh, have between two and three versions of turkey. Right, right. right keep it going. I mean, the, the, you're still missing the number one thing that I've always enjoyed as far as the, the, pol- the, the poultry that I like. You know, you said the Please turkey. elaborate. Okay. Oh, you know, Thanksgiving is not Thanksgiving without your honey-baked ham. Uh, that nice glaze. You know, you got right. the glaze on the outside, and then right. that thinly cut pieces of ham. It's sweet, and <laughs> it's just so good. And you, you definitely have to get at least a couple of those slices that are in there. You got the rice. You got the mushroom rice. Mm. You mix mushroom rice with the macaroni. You put the ham on there. And then, depending on you know who's making it, you got you've got the plantains, the sweet plantains, mm-hmm. the bun yep. you know, the fried plantains. So, just put a little bit of that onto it. And we're not even—I mean, that's just a part of it. And then you got right. your fixings. So, what other things do you remember for the Marcelin or the Marcelin slash Nones slash Lamont? Oh my goodness. Fixings? I, I still remember that running joke where, you know, during Thanksgiving, everybody will race to fill up their plates. And then you always have um, Aunt Michelle coming out and saying, why don't I see any greens on your plates? What's going on here? <laughs> you always have a big salad there. But it's, I don't know, hit or miss. A lot of people just bypass the salad and, and, and jump that salad to it. Is- that salad is never eaten on Thanksgiving. And but it's, it's tradition to be there. It has to be there every time. You put it there because if you don't put it there, someone is going to think, oh, I wanted the salad. Dang, I didn't have the salad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so those are like my the those are my go to's. But I mean, here, you know, with the Marceline slash Sotman household, you know, we collard greens. So my sister-in-law, she makes some collard. That's what her go to meal is. And then, in addition to that, we've got, like, the stuffing. Stuffing is something that they usually make over here, too. The, the sweet potato, you know, that's something oh, that sweet potato, we yeah. have over here, too. So, those are some other additional dishes that I've been able to appreciate with the, the joining of the two families together. Right. And then, we haven't even talked about dessert, Mar. Mar, talk about, talk about the desserts that we tend to have, Mar, Mar. I mean, with the desserts, it's it's all iterations of 
different versions of pie. You got the apple pie. Apple you have pie, the, go to. The pecan pie. Pecan pie. The sweet potato pie. Sweet potato um, pie. And, and it's just, it goes on and on and on. Um, sometimes they bring the, 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 the lemon cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes they bring the chocolate cake yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And then um, they definitely bust out with the ice cream, too. You know, and what's the flavor of ice cream that goes with all that stuff, Marvin? I mean, to me, vanilla is... The vanilla, the vanilla. Oh. Like, my favorite ice cream is strawberry, but when it comes to when you're you know, eating You know, the apple cake, a la mode. Oh, yeah, the a la mode is where it's at. So you definitely got to know that when it comes to the ice cream to finish off that wonderful meal... You got to go with that French vanilla ice cream. Um, you know, for me, I think I'm not going to say that. You know, I maybe splurge and do Briars for that. But I usually <laughs> do Publix Premium because Publix Premium, I heard, was probably made by Briars because it's just really good. But, you know, that French vanilla, just not the normal natural vanilla, the French vanilla, it makes it all go good. Right, you know? right. Oh, so, sure. yeah, so that, that is, thank you for, I mean, we went off topic on that, but it is Thanksgiving, so we can't you, go you know, without talking about that. Something that is new for me, but I'm yeah. I'm really on the bandwagon right now. Right. Hear me out, y'all. Okay, I'm listening. For beverages, I'm beverages. on that sparkling water kick right now. Sparkling water? Tell me about sparkling why you're into water. that. All right, check this out. There's a new company. I don't, maybe it's not new, but right. I've just been on the LaCroix water oh boy marvin you're stepping up and i then, think i think then, it's the doctor status going on man <laughs> then i'm also i'm on top of uh, uh bubbly there's a company called bubbly oh boy. and surprisingly these sparkling waters are fantastic check this out um i realized that i don't necessarily care for all that sugar it's true, it's true, the true. it's uh it's the aftertaste plus the feeling of the carbonation that I'm after. And okay. so when I'm drinking these waters, you know, it, it's hitting the spots that I'm looking for. And then I realize there's no calories. Okay. Oh, it's okay. not like it has artificial sweeteners. It's, it's not no, like a no, sweet taste. No. So that's something that I, I highly suggest just checking it out. Check out the sparkling water. I think you guys may be pleasantly surprised when it comes to the beverages. No, I, I've got to say, like, the only, like I can't do just the distilled sparkling water, just the one with no taste. Like, I have to have the taste. So, for right, me, it's got to be flavored. flavored sparkling water. So, yeah. yeah. So, because I remember once, you know, especially, like, I, I'm a water, I'm not a water snob, but I do drink a lot of Maybe water. Maybe a connoisseur? Water connoisseur? Nah, not yet. Like, I'm, for me, bottled water is bottled water. It's fine. Like, but I, I add my little limit to it. Like, I can't tell you I could taste the difference between... Dan and Zephyr Hill, and oh. what, what's the the and Avion, and then what's the one in the Voss? Dasani, Dasani, no, and then the Voss, you Voss. know, so I, oh, that's yeah, the one with yeah, the glass, yeah, yeah. that's the glass one. So I can't tell you that I right. know the differences between those, but if I'm expecting normal water and the waiter pours me something and I taste it and it's sparkling or it's bu- like that, just oh, oh, <laughs> so that's the only thing that I was gonna mention, but. The flavored waters, I, I do remember younger, when we were younger, that mom would go to Sam's Club, and she's just started buying some of those. And I do remember, like, the peach flavor that I liked, and I think that's the one that I probably remember the most. And but, it is but I think that water has the um, artificial sweeteners into okay. it. Okay, okay. So what I'm talking about is a little different. 
it doesn't have the artificial sweetener, so it's not the sweetened water. It's just okay. it's just um, carbonated water with like a hint of a taste, but not a sweet taste. It's really good. Now my it, wife does buy Lacroix, and it tends to be a hit. I may just have to try it once myself and just to see how it goes. Maybe we talk about it during the next episode. You gotta drink it chilled. It has to be chilled though. Okay, okay. So before I forget, let's just talk about this mistake number three, making dinner too late. Oof. I think that is the hugest, biggest thing, especially if, like, it's one thing if you're going house hopping. Now, there was a time when my wife and I were dating and, you know, we would have separate Thanksgivings and separate Christmases. So I would go to one house and go to the other. So if one was late, then it didn't matter because I already ate one. But if this is the main house, and the dinner isn't being made and prepared and served until like eight. Oh my gosh! Like you Ooh, might as well call that's, the cops because that's, that's, a problem. Way that's a problem. too late. Way it's too better late. Better for it to be early than late. People, if it's early, you eat when you want, and maybe just snack throughout the day. You know, right? So that's one of like maybe like a first meal, second meal, third meal, fourth meal type deal, and then yep. you just keep on going back and forth. Just make it like an Olympic twenty-four hour marathon. I would rather that than you serve it at right. 8.30 and people are about to go crazy like when the Popeye's chicken ran out of chicken and they have to <laughs> redo that thing. So, yeah, I think that's probably my biggest pet peeve out of all those. You know, yeah. let me just finish off those stories. So, number seven, mistake number seven was not bringing the bird, which means you're adding – you want to make sure that you're adding some flavor to tenderize it so it's not just straight up dry. Mistake number eight, not cooking the turkey enough or overcooking it. Mistake number nine, carving the turkey incorrectly. Mistake number 10, throwing out the pan drippings. Mistake number 11, not setting the table ahead of time. Mistake number 12, not accepting help. And mistake number 13, getting too ambitious. So do you want, for like the last couple of minutes before we do the second article, are there any of these mistakes that you want to focus on that you feel like is a huge uh-oh, no, no, that you're going to be having at the Marcelin household, the Marvin Marcelin, Donna Marcelin household. Tell me about that. For me, it's all about not cooking the turkey enough or overcooking it. One of my pet peeves, uh, you know, I don't want to be too choosy, but, you know, if you're asking me, I got to be yeah, real, right? I, I mean, I am asking you, Marvin. So, so what do you think? I just do not like overly dried turkey. I... If it's extremely dry, I'd rather not eat it. I'll just bypass it and move on to something else. But when you find and you taste that delicious, succulent turkey, uh, it, it, it really does, you know, seal the deal. And it makes you remind, it reminds you that you are in Thanksgiving. And then it just gives you that good feeling. You know, they, they say that the tryptophan in the turkey um, mm -hmm. can uplift your spirits. It also can make you really tired. But, yeah, you know, yeah. that's something that you want to make sure you truthfully taste and enjoy. And the best way to do that is by eating delicious, succulent turkey. Now, uh, you mentioned before that jerk turkey was was one of the staples that that's we have in our household. I was about to bring that up, but go ahead. Finish. And, 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 you know, that's also why I like the jerk turkey so much. Yes. Because it's succulent, it has good flavor, and it's not dry. It's not dry. So... To me, mistake number eight, the not cooking the turkey enough or overcooking it really hits home. That, to me, is probably the number one 
uh, mistake during let Thanksgiving. Me inter- let me interject. So for me, like that's why I was so much of a ham person because <clears> ham <throat> isn't dry. Like I always thought that turkey was always dry, and that's why right. for me, I just never was a turkey fan myself. Like people would put turkey and they would put gravy and stuff like that. But I figured, you know what? Let me just. Why would I do all that work instead of just going to the ham? I mean, it's not a lot of work, but let me just go straight to the ham and I'm good to go. I didn't realize that turkey had some flavors, had some juice to it. Look, I just remember eating turkey and I'll, I'll chew it, and then like it was dry, it would, it would break up in my mouth, all dry, and it just wasn't good. And then when my mom brought the first jerk chicken to, I think it was Aunt Michelle's house, she said, I'm going to get a turkey. Because normally, she was the honey-baked ham person that she would go, and she would get the honey-baked ham. But she said, you know what? I got a place, jerk chick, jerk turkey, and when she had that, man, it was it was it was over. And then my brother in law, he does the whole um he does the I guess the air fried turkey. Mm. So with that, like it's it's pretty much a pot. You put it in a pot, it there's oil in the pot and it's just air fried to it. So the air frying is nice because it doesn't leave the inside too dry. So mm. for me I think that I guess for the longest, for like 20 years of my life, we were just always overcooking it instead of undercooking it. Like, I know there's a whole thing with salmonella and all that stuff, but I I think that now, again, ham is still number one for me, then turkey, but turkey's coming real strong, especially that jerk turkey. Mm, Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And, uh... The last thing that I was going to, I wanted to bring up was um, the number 13, you know, getting too ambitious, you know, I still want, I still like to remind myself that we are involved with Thanksgiving. So I do want to have dishes that kind of sort of remind me that we are dealing with Thanksgiving too. True, true, Um, Not to say, not to say that, you know, thinking outside of boxes is all that bad. No, no, no. It's all good. But I still want to have some Thanksgiving staples so that when I look at the table, I realize, yeah, I'm on a Thanksgiving dinner. So, yes, I mean, so for me, yes, I totally agree. Like we're we are traditionalists when it comes to that. And when you think of Thanksgiving, you think of turkey and you think of ham and you think of dessert. All right. So if those staples aren't there, then what are we doing? So. I mean, that's the one time of the year that most people do eat those things. Now, for the Marcelin family household, <laughs> before, so when it was the known as Marcelin Lamont family household, I think when you would look at the table sometimes, and if you didn't have the decorations, you wouldn't know if it was Easter <laughs> or Christmas or Thanksgiving, because I remember always having ham, turkey, maybe not turkey all the time, but ham, we always had that for every every meal. But now it's a little different now. But I remember for a while... It just didn't matter what the holiday was. You had a honey baked honey baked ham there, so that that was funny. Yeah. Any other information you want to share with this article before we move on to the next one? Nah, nah. I think this was an all in all good article. Um, it was fun, you know. It was fun. All right, so let me break it on down to the second article. The article is coming from silive.com. And the name of the article is, How Much Will You Spend to Host Thanksgiving? This is fresh off the press. This was done today at 6.08 p.m. 
So, Thanksgiving is almost here, and Americans plan to spend a lofty amount on preparations. One in three Americans will host Thanksgiving this year, which falls on November 28th, and will spend about $310 on average between food and decorations, according to LendingTree. The online lending marketplace surveyed more than 1,000 Americans about their Thanksgiving Day plans to find out if they're hosting dinner, how much it'll cost to host, and how are they going to manage these costs, and how they feel about hosting the holiday. Hosts will spend an average of $310, or $31 per guest, with an average of 10 people feasting. This includes about $227 on food and drink, $82 on houseware, such as dishes, furniture, linens, and decor. About 25% of hosts are willing to spend whatever it co- to host Thanksgiving, while 30% have a firm budget. Nearly 3 in 10 Americans find hosting Thanksgiving financially straining. 27% will use credit cards or loans to cover the costs. And 56% of hosts said they plan for Thanksgiving every year, and 54% said it was stressful. However, nearly 3 quarters of Americans said they love hosting Thanksgiving. Here's how you can save money on Thanksgiving according to LendingTree. 1. Set up a budget and stick to it. 2. Shop early and use coupons. 3. Turn to friends and family for help. 4. Try do-it-yourself decorations. 5. Turn leftovers into future meals. More than 55 million Americans are expecting to take lengthy trips to the upcoming holiday, which takes place on November 20th this year, traveling over 50 miles to be with friends, family, and loved ones, according to AAA. The travelers, 2.9% more than last year's total, represent the second highest Thanksgiving travel projection since the organization began tracking it in 2000. So, Marvin, what do you? What are some of the things that you look at in this article that you want to bring out? Because I've got some thoughts that I have, especially with the Marcelin family household hosting many, many holidays. But I wanted to get your take first before I broke it on down and shared you my thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, just like any type of um, holiday uh, party or event, I, I do like the concept of them mentioning that, you know, setting a budget and trying to stick to it is uh, a very good facet to stick to. Um, something that I think that most people typically do is whenever you get invited to some sort of Thanksgiving um, dinner, I've noticed that a lot of people bring a dish with them to that Thanksgiving meal. Yeah, and yes. so it, it, it kind of reminds me that, you know, this is something that everybody likes to participate in and give a little something something towards the, the event. So maybe possibly it doesn't necessarily have to be um, if you're hosting the party that you have to take care of everything because yeah. people typically want to participate in one way, shape, or form. And maybe if we're able to create that event but then give others uh, ample ability to participate uh, by bringing some sort of dish um, or ensemble or drink, um, that might make it a lot easier for those who are hosting the parties. That's true. That's true. When I'm looking at that number, and I guess for me, the number kind of seems low, but that might be because the amount of guests that tend to come to the Marsland family households tends to be more than just 10 people. So I think mm. that's what my issue is with that number. $31 per guest? Uh, you know, that's p- probably kind of high because Lee and I, we, well, 
So we go to a lot of different stores for a lot of our stuff. Now, Leah loves Publix. That's kind of her go-to place. For Where things. shopping is a pleasure. There you go. That's the Florida thing. So you guys that aren't <laughs> from Florida, you know, Publix is kind of like the go-to grocery store when it comes to things. But Publix, I mean, it is a very good store. It's very nice. It's very appealing. Customer service is great. So, But you are paying for that. So for me, you know, I'm Lee and I. So when it comes to bulk stuff, you know, we go to BJ's. You know, that's for us. We find that BJ's is, I guess, the times that we go shopping at BJ's is never packed compared to Costco or Sam's. So for us, that works pretty well for us. And then we just do a very good, like we usually stock up on drinks. We usually do that at BJ's. If we are doing, you know, chicken breasts, you know, we'll usually buy that at BJ's. If we're doing hamburgers, ground beef, you know, we'll usually go to BJ's for that as well, just because it's just a very good place. If you're buying meals for like 30 people, 20 to 30 people, you get a nice bulk, you knock it out, and it's very inexpensive. But when it comes to some of the specifics, then Leah will tend to prefer going down to Publix for that because it's easy. You know where things are, you don't have to drive all the way. Myself, I'm an Aldi's guy myself personally. But, really? Yeah, Aldi's is my go-to. Like for me, I can. It's easily a difference of twenty to twenty-five dollars for the same stuff for me when I'm doing my normal routine shopping. Like for me, I'm a creature of habit, and mm. it adds about twenty bucks. I think going to Publix now with Aldi's, you know, I'm able to. It's not there's not as many, but with Aldi's, they really, you know, try to minimize costs by have you just pay for what you want to get to they stick with certain brands and with those brands you know it's they're able to bring down the price so i think that a lot of guests need to think about one making sure that you're not try to go to your stock areas where you can buy for bulk especially for things that won't expire so that will help out on the cost a little bit but you know i do agree with making sure that you're not if you're hosting that you're not making everything because that's going to make you crazy like leah is very good at the process she assigns each of the families each of the the women heads of each of the households to bring their go-to dish so she does a very good job with that so then that cuts down on one how long it takes for that dinner to be made because instead of making it all in the house at once and you only have one oven and you got to feed 30 people Everybody does their own thing, and then when we bring it to the main household, it's more of just warming it up. So I think that helps out a lot. And you definitely got to make sure that, you know, especially for Thanksgiving, you've got to make sure that you are able to stretch that meal out. Not necessarily for like a week, you know, but maybe, okay, so you, you can do Thursday definitely, Friday that's the best, Saturday's <laughs> good, Sunday you better probably be finishing up. Now, I'm not going to lie. I am one that maybe stretch it to Monday and then maybe <laughs> Tuesday. But after Wednesday, for sure, a week, and that's probably too far. But we've also done a better job because we used to have a lot of food that would just stay over. And usually what would end up happening is we would buy so much food that people would just take take boxes and boxes and boxes to go. But lately, it's been minimized because we've been able to figure that out. So... I think the turn the leftovers into future meals definitely on Friday and Saturday when you're watching the football. You Friday, you know, there's going to be some games going on. 
Saturday's going to be some games going on. Sunday, eh. So definitely, if you can, stretch those meals out because you got to make sure that you finish out everything that's in that refrigerator. So that's me. Now, um, something that I've never truly have been a, uh, not a fan, but I, what's your take on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? I know now that you have um, little Ophelia with you, is this something that you're going to try to make it a tradition to watch, you know, the different floats that go by and the festivities and, and, and enjoying watching on a television tube, um, people just participating in that encounter? I guess for me, the days that I'm off, I tend to have the same routine with Ophelia. Like on my days off, I I will wake up early. I'll go to the gym until around 8. And then around 8 o'clock, depending on what's going on, you know, if it's like a Saturday, you know, it's usually getting Ophelia ready to go to swimming at 9. Or if it's on a Sunday, getting Ophelia up at 8 so that we go to church at 9. So... I feel like for Thanksgiving, what would probably end up happening on that day is the house, there may not be opportunities to have leisure in the house because it's about to turn into a war zone. You know, <laughs> the, the house has got to be cleaned. You've right. got to set up the tables. You've got to make sure that the backyard is looking nice and clean. And then there's food preparation that's going on. You've got family members who are coming into the kitchen. So, you know, really being able to sit down and watch the parade, you know, maybe it'll be on in the background. But as far as the focal point, for me, it's pushing through, getting Ophelia maybe asleep by around, you know, her nap time's around 12.30, 1 o'clock. And then at that point, then it would be me watching football. So for me, we haven't gotten to the point where, like, Leah's not a big watching the Macy's Day Parade you know, I'm not. I never really was like that, so I don't know if it's something that picks that picks up at least in the, my mar in the in the the Harry and Leah Marston family household. So, what about you? Nah, I don't really participate watching the parades and stuff. To me, I might flip through channels and I'm like, oh, that's cool, the parade, and then I just keep on going. Um, so I, I was just wondering if if having a little Little baby in the household changes things for you, but guess not. <laughs> no, I mean, the nice thing is that when people start coming over, Ophelia plays with a lot of adults. And, you know, all of her aunties and her uncles, which are Lee and I's close friends and family members, you know, a lot of them get to all hang out. So they usually what will end up happening is they'll hang out in the room that I'm doing the podcast in right now. You know, we'll have probably some kid movie on in the background. And they'll just go out and do their stuff. And then the people who want to watch football will probably watch it in the man cave. So really, the the parade watching is an afterthought. Because when you got the airplane movie, when you've got Sesame Street going on in the background, you got Dave and Ava, you got Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, you got Dora the Explorer. Those are the things that will dominate in the household here. Versus watching a parade. I think, you know, the parade, maybe when she's a little older and she starts watching some more of those cartoons, maybe she'll get it. But, eh, it wouldn't really move the needle for her. All right. All right. So I got I got a burning question for y'all. What's going on? All right. Day after Black Friday. 
Okay. Do you have something in mind that you are striving to get? I honestly, so when it comes to electronics, so Marvin, like I told you, I've been trying to play around in the refurbished game. So I was able to bring back to life a late model 2009 MacBook. I ended up upgrading my the RAM from 2 gigabytes to 4 gigabytes. And I was able to get the operating system all the way up from 10.6 something to, which was way back in 2010, 2011, up to the operating system High Sierra. Now, it's not the, the ultimate one because, again, it's a 2009 laptop, MacBook, but it's done the trick for me. And the whole purpose of that for me is to be able to do that with podcasts. Now, I do. I was able to run into another MacBook that I might see if I can upgrade some more because I know this is technical for some of our team members. But So the late edition 2009 MacBook it allows for you to pretty much only upgrade the memory and anything more than that, it's just better for you just to buy another computer. But with this early 2009 MacBook, it has the opportunity to not only upgrade the RAM, but you can also upgrade the hard drive. So I'm going to be looking into that. So I may be looking at some of those deals. I don't know if it's going to be a Black Friday or a Cyber Monday that's something that I've got on the radar right now. I was going to buy some stuff, and I just realized, you know what? Let me just stick around. But the biggest thing for me is shoes. So mm. I'm a runner. I run every other day. So for me, you know, the goal is three times a week, but it probably ends up being around two times a week because, again, more information than you need. But I run on Mondays, Wednesdays. Fridays tend to be the date night, so it, it tends not to happen. And then Saturday morning and Sunday, that's normally in the gym. So long story short, I need some sneakers. So I'll be looking for sneakers, maybe two pairs of sneakers. And then I need two pairs of of shoes for work. You know, I'll probably get one black and then maybe one brown. And then maybe two pairs of sne- running sneakers. I'll have one. And then I'll move one of them to the work sneakers where I just do stuff around the house. And then I have the other one. So four pairs of sneakers. Three to four. Maybe it's one sneaker, two work shoes, and then the kit or trying to set up for my the new MacBook that I'm trying to bring up. So that's my big wish list that I've got. So nothing too big. Nothing too big. Very manageable. Very manageable. What about you? What about you? For me, I'm going to go into that. Uh, I want to get noise-canceling Bluetooth headphones. Oh. And then I also want to get some uh, workout equipment. Uh, possibly some weights. Okay. And then I'm I'm flirting on the idea of getting an exercise bike. So hmm. we'll see what happens. So you're you are foregoing a a formal gym membership to have yeah. a gym in the Marsland House. The Marsland House. Right now I have um, uh, an elliptical. Okay. I also have one of those. Uh, Bowflex-esque machines, just like a pulley oh, okay. system machine okay. for, for um, body weights. But now I want some free weights, so I'm going to okay. work on getting that. And then I want to work on getting um, an exercise bike, too. Okay. So, so yeah, I bypassed um, gym membership, and I have my own gym in my house. 
which I like because I, I am on the elliptical every day. So now yeah. I've also started waking up early every day, uh, 5.30 in the morning, uh, to do a workout before going to work. Good. And uh, so far it's been good. So I want to continue doing that. And um, I figured that, you know, changing small lifestyle changes will make a lasting effect in the long run. So it's I've been doing it for the past month. It's been good. So I'm going to keep it up. Okay, man. Well, I definitely... So those are some things that you'll be looking out to. Now, for you, do you have, are you one that needs to buy it new when it comes to some of that equipment or is used okay? What are you thinking when it comes to the equipment? What places would you actually purchase that equipment? Uh, that, those are very good questions. Um, no, it, it doesn't matter to me if it's new or used um, as long as it's quality equipment that I can rely on. Um, and, and that goes for both the weights as well as the exercise bike. Uh, now, when it comes to the Bluetooth headphones... Um, yeah. I I, I want to make sure that they are noise-canceling Bluetooth headphones. And so I haven't been looking into used. However, I, I've been yeah, that's, searching that's a little... for a good Black Friday deal. I think with technology, you know, especially with headphones, that's probably not a bad I mean, again, a lot of it just depends on the price point. Are you looking at, if you're looking at a specific name brand and you can get like a high-quality you know, very expensive thing used, and that's one thing, because you know it. You got the name, and the name most of the time you won't be able to get it messed up, especially if you've got a warranty. But you know, I think a lot of it just depends on what your price point is when it comes to that. I think for the equipment, one thing that I would look at is maybe those weights that it's just it's a whole set, but it's not like multiple dumbbells, and you can just switch. You know how much you want to do, but it's like one barbell, or I'm sorry, a couple of free weights, a couple of dumbbells. And you can just adjust what strength you have. So instead of having to have like 20 or, you know, 10s, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you just have one thing and you just switch the weight. I think that'll also help you when it comes to, I mean, I don't know what size your gym is in your Marsland complex, but if you're trying to maximize on your space, you may want to minimize on the amount of equipment you have. So that might be something that you may want to take a look at. And you can buy some, a lot of that stuff used. Because, again, the whole thing that you have to worry about is the shipping cost if you're going to be shipping it. Because, you know, you can just buy one thing that's, you know, 150 pounds, but you, it's like 190, 80, 70, and all that stuff adds up to 150. Or you can buy all those different dumbbells, and that would be way more expensive. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think today's been a very successful uh, podcast, but... I am running out of time, my brother. Running out All of right, time. All right, Marvin. So tell the audience where they can find us if they like what they hear and where can they go to get more of us. So, you know, whenever, whatever medium has podcasts, whether it's um, Apple's podcast, uh, SoundStitch, uh, Google Play, YouTube, uh, definitely look us up on uh, the Marcelin Brothers podcast. Um, that's where you can find us. And um, also, don't forget, email us, Marcelin Brothers podcast. Marcelin Brothers at gmail.com. There you go, Marcelin Brothers at gmail.com. So, yeah, definitely show us some love. You know, I actually got a shout out from one of my good friends. She 
she listens to the podcast routinely and she gave us a shout out. So I gave her a shout out in the last episode. I'm going to give it again. Pimpin, Jenny Carrillo. I'm giving you the prop. Jenny Carrillo, Duncan. Thank you again for listening. Show some love, everybody else. And if you want a shout out on the next podcast, just contact us. Let us know that you're listening and you may get a shout out yourself. All right, all right, all right. Send us home, Marvin. Send us home. All right, so it's been another successful episode to the Marston Brothers podcast. All the, the people out there, we love you. Can't wait for you guys to tune in next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Once again, happy birthday to my father, my brother, my sister. And until next time, later. Thanks for listening to the Marston Brothers Podcast. And remember, do work and make a difference in somebody's life.